opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening or good afternoon, everyone. Hello and welcome to a new call that we are doing in the community. It is called Getting to Know You, Meet and Greet, Getting to Know You. And this is the first edition of the call. Today is January 22nd, 2023. I am Belinda, and I'm here with... Hi, everybody. It's Raylan. I'm so glad that you came to join us here. Um, We are super, super excited. We really feel like this call will be a great way for us to come together and get to know each other a little bit more, especially those of us who maybe tend to be a little more quiet on some of the calls. So thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. And before we dive in, we want to go ahead and give our recognition and thanks to Monica for being our host today. Thank you, Monica. And to Nikki for being our streamer and broadcaster and moderator in Clubhouse. So thanks, Nikki, and welcome to those who are listening on ACB Media 5 and to those of you in Clubhouse as well. Um, As Ray Lynn said, this call is basically we're going to um, focus on interviewing folks in the community who may be um, a little quieter or they're just not as uh, active or they're more behind the scenes. Uh, And we wanna give these folks an opportunity to share what's on their heart. And uh, just, we have some questions for them that will help us and you all to get to know them a little better. And the way this is gonna work is Raylan and I have come up with a list of questions that we are going to ask our participant today that we have not introduced yet, but we will get to in just a second. Um, and once we've had about 30 to 40 minutes of Q&A with them ourselves, then we're gonna give you guys some time to ask questions as well. So, That is how we get this meet and greet started and you all will get to know this individual a bit better. So Raylan, are we ready? I think we are. All right, let's do it. I'm excited. Me too. So up first today, we wanted to bring in somebody who I think I I feel like would have some really interesting stories for us and who I would love to just get to know better. And without any further ado, let me please introduce our our guest today, Mr. Eugene. Mr. Eugene, join us. Hey, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? doing? Great, great. Good, hope you are. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Well, let's go ahead and get things kicked off here. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an easy one, Eugene. I would love to know, like, where did you grow up? Like, where, like, when someone says, "Hey, Eugene, where are you from?" How do you answer that question? Well, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I was born September the ninth, nineteen forty eight, in Lakeland, Florida, at Lakeland oh. General Hospital. Believe it or not. From 1948, the hospital's still there. It's just got bigger and bigger. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's uh, where I was born. Uh, good old Southern boy uh, down in the South. As they say, a Florida cracker, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, I still live in Florida. You know, now I live over on the West Coast of Florida, Clearwater, about, uh, oh, about two miles from the uh, coast. Um, so it's not too hard to get to the beach if you want to go to the beach, but I don't like the sand. (laughs) Oh, right. I don't like the feel of the sand, but I like the sound of the water. Like give me the water, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eugene, uh, can you describe your family dynamics to us? Do you have any siblings? 
Well, I've got a brother. Uh, he lives down in Hollywood, Florida, and he's got uh, one son and one granddaughter. Uh, other than that, that's the only two. I've got a couple of cousins. One of them just passed away last year, just uh, for yeah. his birthday. And I've got a uh, first cousin. She's about two years older than me, and she lives up in uh, Georgia. So that's about all of it consists of siblings. But you know, now if you want to talk about family, I've got four daughters and two sons. Got nine grandchildren and fourteen great grandchildren. Wow! Uh, so it gets expensive Christmas time <laughs> throughout the year for birthdays. For yeah. Sure. What do they call you, Eugene? Do they call you like your grandkids and great grandkids? Are you are you granddad, grandpa, pop pop? Uh, I get some of them call me pop pop. Some call me grand uh, grandpa. And uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you what some other. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh man. I, but I see I see a couple of my kids quite regularly. They uh I've got a uh, daughter that lives in Georgia. I've got two daughters that live in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Uh, I've got uh, a daughter that lives in Spring Hill, Florida. I got two sons that live in Newport Ritchie. And the grandkids that are old enough to live on their own are all over uh Florida. Oh, wow. That is awesome. Well, I have um, just a quick fun question, if I may. We're going to sprinkle these throughout as little, little, you know, fun tidbits. I would love to know from you, Eugene. Now, I promise this is not a trap. I'm not trapping you with this question. But I feel trapped. I know. I promise it's not. No pressure. Hold you to it. But I would just love to know that, like, hypothetically. What song would you sing at karaoke night? Like if you, you know, if you, if this were, you know. What song would I sing? I'd sing yeah, a song what, that's so bad they'd never ask me back again. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I sing? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Pretty Woman, probably. Oh, okay. That's bad. Yeah. All right. But actually, I'd sing it so low, you'd never hear me. So. <laughs> solo, huh? Yeah. Solo. yeah. I like that. Hey, right, Eugene. So um, were you born blind or did you lose your sight later in life? No, when I was young, I wore bifocals because I did have an eye problem where I had to have glasses to see. And uh, um, so that was... Uh, when I was in third grade, I started wearing bifocals and uh, I did manage to get into the military with my eyes. So evidently they weren't that bad with the bifocals on. Uh, but uh, 2004, actually in 1999, I went and had a LASIK eye surgery and I didn't have to wear glasses anymore. I could see great you know, driving down the road. I could see the street signs. I could uh, read newspaper without having to have it up stuck up in front of my face. Wow. Everything was going good. And, uh, you know, it just started getting to where I needed a little magnification. So I'd get the cheater glasses that you'd buy at the store, you know, the 2.50 or the 3 or the 3.50. And finally, I said, well, you know, keep getting these. I might as well go get uh, prescription glasses. So went to the eye doctor. He said, read the chart. And I said, uh, okay. And I read part of the chart. He looked at my eyes and he said, you should be seeing better than that. So I went to a professional at St. Luke's and uh, they said I had the beginning of macular and this was in 2004 and uh, just steadily got worse. 2006, one day I got ready to come home from work. It was in my truck and all of a sudden everything just went white. And I said, oh God, mm. you know, but uh, it cleared up within a couple of seconds. Uh, I managed to drive home and uh, October the 16th, 2006, that was the last day I drove. I called in, got emergency retirement from work. Uh, so, but since 2006, it's just steadily got to where, you know, it's now I can maybe see a little light and a little bit of motion in front of me. That's it. And I got wow. macular plus retinitis pigmentosis. So I didn't get hit with just one. I got hit with both. A double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. Had yeah. you heard about um, macular degeneration before that day when he was like, mm. no. Yeah, gotcha. 
nope, never heard about it. And I got the dry type, so uh, there's no shots or anything for it. Got it. Interesting. Okay. But I will survive. There you go. Oh, that's another good karaoke song, Eugene. Just, you know, putting that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, you kind of talked about how, how vision loss has kind of progressed that's a good song too how 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 (laughs) see that blues brothers isn't it i don't know (laughs) i don't think i know that one he's he's showing off his karaoke skills there i see for real (laughs) um so i would love to know you mentioned that you had not heard of macular degeneration before that day um what like How did you cope? What did you do to sort of start this journey of, you know, now learning how to use voiceover and, you know, learning how to travel independently, et cetera, et cetera, how to grill and do all the things. Cause I, I've heard you talk about some delicious recipes, Mr. Eugene. I know you can fire it up. (laughs) Well, I started cooking when I was a teenager. My mom worked at Moss brothers and uh, she worked in the men's department there. And, uh, She'd get off work about uh, five. By the time she could only be six. So I'd have dinner ready. So I started cooking when I was a teenager. Uh, so I already knew how to cook and uh, how to use the stove and everything. So it, it wasn't much of a conversion over. Um, uh, you know, I went to a lighthouse and I took independent living skills and I took a microwave cooking course they had, which I'd already used a microwave, but I just learned more. Yeah. Um, but, you know, learning to adapt stuff, you know, like put bump dots on your microwave so you know where the timer is and, mm-hmm. you know, where all the numbers are and where the power control is and the start and stop, you know, different things like that. Uh, learned that through the uh, lighthouse. Um, but when I first was told that I had macular, I didn't know what macular was. And, you know, they didn't tell me that I would eventually possibly lose my sight. They just told me I had macular. My sight was going to get worse. They said, eat a lot of greens, a lot of greens, take a lot of vitamin A. And I did all that. Those carrots don't help, do they? No, the (laughs) carrots didn't help at all. Taking the vitamin A pulmonate didn't really seem to do much either. That's what doctors keep saying. Are you still on your vitamin A? Well, it's not doing any good. (laughs) But uh, as far as doing the mobility, I still have a lot of problems with mobility. I, I got no problem getting around the house. Mm-hmm. But when I leave the house, some of the areas around where I live have sidewalks. Some of them don't. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it does get complicated sometimes when the uh, driver of the vehicle drops you off at the wrong address and you have to sit there and say, okay, this is not my house. Where am I right. at? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Or they yeah. drop you off behind the building instead of in the front of the building. I appreciate you sharing that, Eugene. I think sometimes um, we come to calls and we hear folks doing all the things, right? We don't always hear folks sharing like, yeah, sometimes I get dropped off at the wrong place and I don't know where I am. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I, I really appreciate that you, you know, were willing to share that because, you know, it happens to all of us. You yes. Know? Yeah, this, um, last we, year, they dropped me off at a house about four doors down. And, uh, oh, geez. So I used my iPhone and I said, what's my location? And it gave me the address. Sweet. I walked up the street, uh, the sidewalk up to where I thought the house would have been. I asked what the address was. And well, it was past where my house was. So I went back the other way. And finally, I got out in the road and I kept going up and checking the mailboxes. Because I got a special little deal in my mailbox. When you open it up, it sets off an alarm in the house. Let me know that the mailman's been here. So I'm the only one that's got that. So I waited until I got to the right mailbox where I found it. And I said, oh, this is it. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's a great little tidbit. I will say you have definitely adjusted and have adapted to your vision loss uh, pretty well. I know you probably still have struggles like we all do every day, but it sounds like you are doing pretty well there. Um, I want to take a step back really quick and ask you about uh, if you could briefly talk to us about your first job and talk to us a little bit about your career in general, uh, things you've done in your career before you lost your sight. 
Well, my first job, when I was about 12 years old, I started doing yard work. And uh, me and my brother both did. Uh, we mowed lawns, raked lawns, edged. And um, I had uh, quite a few customers that I did that for. I'd pull weeds in flower beds. I'd plant flowers and trim the bushes and everything. And then when I got older, I started working with my grandfather. He was a tree surgeon. And uh, we go cut trees down. We dig up stumps. And uh, I learned how to climb a pine tree with spikes on. Uh, can't do that now, but uh, that's right. Yeah, how to drop the pine trees down and uh, uh, all that, or how to run a chainsaw and all. Then when I got old enough, when I was in high school, I went to the DCT, Diversified Cooperative Training, and I went to work at an office supply as a delivery person, and uh, I did that uh, for a while. And then I went to work at a gas station. Uh, and I went to work at uh, uh, delivery service, uh, Sentinel Star Express. And then I went back to the office, de uh, office depot. Well, an office depot, it was an office supply store because they offered me more money. Then I finally got married, went into the military uh, one year after I got married and uh, did 22 years career in the military. Oh, the Navy. God bless you. Thank you. Know, you. Wow. And I had service. all kinds of different jobs I did in the Navy. I worked in communications. I worked as a Airedale, a voice communications with uh, airplanes. Then I worked in an administrative office. Then I worked with the Naval Legal Service. Then I went on board ship. Then uh, I went uh, to soup ships, Pascagoula, their senior law enforcement. And then uh, I went from there to uh, another ship in Norfolk, Virginia. And I went to Comnav Base, Charleston, South Carolina, as assistant director of Drug Alcohol Counseling Center. Oh, and wow. I found that was my last duty station. But my whole time in my 22 years, I usually had a second job working out in town. I worked as a uh, assistant um, floor manager for a drug fair in Alexandria, Virginia. And then when I went to California, I worked as a bouncer at a bar for a year. Wow. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, what? Okay. I believe it though. I believe it. You sound like uh, somebody yeah. else, like I was tossing six, people six out. Foot, six foot, two ten. And um, yeah. He so could I put worked. some bodies on the floor, I believe. Right. Yeah, let the bodies hit the floor. That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> By the drowning pool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, then I worked at uh um when I went to Pensacola, I worked at the Nyco Security Company as a security guard in my off time. Worked for the Enlisted Club as a bingo caller on a one night a week. Ooh. And uh, I got deputized when I started working as a base investigator while I was in the military there for the base. I got deputized with the Scambia County Sheriff's Department. So I rode with them in the evening times. I couldn't get paid for it, uh, but I rode with them. And... Uh, and when I got transferred to Mississippi, I uh, got deputized with the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. And I went to work with the volunteer fire department in the area where I lived, made a lieutenant. And then when I transferred uh, to Norfolk, Virginia, aboard ship, uh, I was a senior law enforcement. But when I wow. retired, I went from one uniform to the next. I joined the Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. I worked at the Max Security Jail for uh, oh, wow. 15 years. Wow. And retired. And since then, I just uh, joined the Pinellas Council of the Blind, the Florida Council of the Blind, the American Council of the Blind. Yeah. You have Club. a long list of work duties and responsibilities. That is amazing. An amazing career there. Just a lot of stuff. Honestly, I'm tired. Just <laughs> That is fantastic. I've been... I've been binge watching this show on Netflix called Jailbirds, and I'm going to have to pick your ear about it later to find out, like, how much of that's real? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can tell um, you some stories. I'll bet. Bet. I'll bet. Well, it sounds like you certainly kept yourself busy work-wise, but, like, in the midst of all of that, like, what do you like to do for fun, Eugene? You sound like you are pretty much up for any kind of adventure, but I'd love to hear what you like to do for fun or what you have enjoyed throughout your life. Well, while I was uh, with the uh, Sheriff's Department, 
I also was with the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. I was cookie dad for Girl Scouts for three years. Uh, I've got my card that says I'm a registered Girl Scout because uh, I was their emergency first aider at uh, one of their weekend activities. I was the only guy, 250 women, you know, between girls and leaders, and I was the only guy there. Wow. Uh, that the makes first, me so happy. I, I, did the first, <laughs> I did the first aid for them. Man, you had all cookie connections, man. I was the only person that had a air conditioned place to sleep uh, while I was over there. <laughs> oh, wow. you know, it was in a dispensary. I had six beds in the dispensary, and then the cooks uh, were there, and they, their place was supposed to be air conditioned, but it wasn't working. So they said, if nobody's using those other five beds, can we sleep in there? I said, well, you're going to have to ask my wife because I was married at the time. And, uh, <laughs> She says, yeah, okay, because she was a Girl Scout leader. So when I got done doing what I had to do and making my nightly checks, I went back there and there were five people in there just snoring away. <laughs> <laughs> they left one bed for me. So you know, I got to sleep there and I got up the next morning and they were already gone because they had got up and went and fixed breakfast. But uh, with the Cub Scouts, I was a Cub Scout leader and I was Cub Scout uh, uh, den master. Uh, cub master and with the boy scouts i got involved with them too as a trainer and uh I, what i love to do is bicycle ride we have the pinellas trail here and it's it's like about 25 miles from one end to the other end and uh we take the boys some of the boys we go and my daughter and my uh oldest and youngest son we'd ride the trail and uh it was fun uh my kids got me into rollerblading. I wasn't very good at that. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, my son tried to teach me how to jump up and come back down on your skates. Well, that's fine. Uh -huh. I jumped up, come back down, and went down. Oh, yeah. darn it. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I could ice skate, but I couldn't roller skate. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but I enjoyed fishing. Matter of fact, there's a group of us want to go fishing, which we may try to do it this summer. Go deep sea fishing. Oh, fishing is so relaxing, especially deep sea fishing. I've done that. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Those waves. I don't. Mm. Oh, that's, that's fun. When you get yeah. out there. I'm a wave weenie. I can't take it. <laughs> especially when the waves are coming up over the front of the boat, you know. I'm out. I'm out, Eugene. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm going you. with you, Eugene. <laughs> I will wave from the dock. Uh, there you go. But you won't see us from the dock because we'll be about 40, 50 miles out. True. True. You'll just wave goodbye. I'll still be waving. It's fine. <laughs> so, Eugene, you've talked about um, some of the things you like to do for fun. I know that there are some things now that you're involved with that you enjoy. So let's uh, jump into how did you first learn about um the American Council of the Blind. Um, we don't, let's uh, just talk about ACB as a whole at first, then we will get into community stuff here in just a bit. Well, I learned about the ACB when, once I joined the Pinellas Council. Uh, I was told, uh, I'm trying to remember who told me about the Pinellas Council. Um, the church I went to, uh, I met one of the ladies there that was a member of the Pinellas Council, a lady by the name of Sharon Young. She told me about the Pinellas Council, so I started attending that, and then, of course, the people with that told me about the American Council of the Blind. They said, once you join the Pinellas Council, you're a member of the American Council of the Blind. I said, oh, okay. And then I, I've been to like five of the FCB conventions. I haven't been to an ACB convention yet, but uh, next year, 2024, if they have it in Jacksonville, I will be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I found out about it from a member of the uh, Penthouse Council. And I've been going there since 2011. So this is uh, going on, what, uh, 12 years. And uh, I haven't missed a single meeting yet. Wow. And you're pretty active in your uh, chapter too, right? Yeah, I started out, uh, see, I was in there for two years and I took over the membership secretary for four years. And we grew from twenty uh, from thirty two members in four years up to seventy eight members. Awesome! Uh, and then uh, after the four years there, I took over as the president, and uh, I just relinquished my presidency uh, yesterday after six years of being president. 
So now I'm the vice president. Basically doing everything I was doing before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That is um, wild. Well, again, it definitely seems like you, you, you're staying busy, staying uh, active. That is amazing. Well, we're um, up to 76 members right now. We, we lost a couple and we gained a couple. And uh, I think we're going to surpass Orlando. Because if I remember right, they had 80 or 90. But we're going to try. <laughs> see if we can be the, the biggest council around. Healthy competition. I hear that, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I have kind of a silly question again. You know me. And silly I'll give questions. you a silly answer. Uh, <laughs> so in, in your time in the Navy, I have a feeling you've been to some interesting places and perhaps this may play a role in, in this question, but I would love to know like the most unusual thing you have ever eaten. Earthworms. Okay, Ooh. I was not expecting that. Oh. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me more. Yeah, they weren't chocolate covered either. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Is there more to that story, or like you're just gonna? That was a, that was an initiation. When, okay. When, oh. when you're when you're enlisted, uh, you start out as E1 when you first go into boot camp, and you progress through the ranks. You know, it's E1, seaman recruit, and you go seaman apprentice, seaman third class, second class, first class, then chief petty officer, which are the supervisors. You got chief petty officer, senior chief, and master chief. It's the highest you can go in enlisted. So I made chief, and when you make chief, you have to go through initiation. So they, oh, do, no. all kinds, they do all kinds of weird things. Um, and, Just uh, a earthworm, or did you have to eat more than one? I think I had two or three, maybe. Oh, oh. I, I swallowed it down with some beer, though. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. There you, you go. Know, but uh, earthworms are full of protein. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty earthy. <laughs> I mean, it's like chocolate. It's like chocolate covered ants you can buy and stuff like that. So, oh wow! Uh, some wait, you can wait buy to be brave. Covered earthworms. You took yeah. one for the team, apparently. Oh. <laughs> Would All I right. do it again? Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. There's more, there's a lot better things you can eat than earthworms. Indeed, yeah. like French yeah. fries. Yes. <laughs> you could eat the regular worms, the, the jelly worms, you know. Uh, no. So, but, <laughs> so the, ones that they, the ones that they put on uh, dirt cups and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, gummy worms. Those gummy are oh, yeah. Yeah. Love a gummy it, it would have been better. Too bad they didn't do them at that time, but they didn't. Yeah. Well, Eugene, I want to worm you away from that subject for a second. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll crawl away. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's uh, talk about, we, we talked about ACB and how you learned about it, but let's jump into the community, how you got involved with the ACB community and some of the things you've done and talk about what the ACB community has meant to you. Well, I'm trying to remember how I first got involved in it. Uh, I'm trying to remember how I found out about it. I think it was through the Florida Council of the Blind uh, that I found out about it. And uh, of course, like everybody else, you know, you answered, uh, you send in a blank email and then you get this stuff that tells you what's all going on the daily. And uh, I joined it about three years ago, I guess it was when it first started. Mm-hmm. And I was asked uh, if I would like to run a show and I did the Wacky Wednesday Wake Up Crew on for about a year and a half. And uh, it's, uh, I wasn't getting uh, tired of it or anything. It's just that it happened the same day as my daughter would come over to take me to the store. We'd get a late start and we wouldn't get stuff done. Uh, I said, well, you know, I've done it for a year and a half. Let me turn it over to somebody else. So, you know, Lisa, um, what's her last name? Lisa Sled. Yeah, Lisa Sled. She took it over and she's doing a good job of it. Um, it, It's done a lot because I used to go into the Oregon call, the California call. And, um, you know, I go into the to the moving on after divorce done by Sheila, the recipe swap that's done by Sheila, uh, and of course the karaoke and uh, the trivia. I've seen you in Tar Heel Tailgate too. 
Oh, yeah, I go to Tar Heel tailgate <laughs> when, I, when I remember it. <laughs> they got so many of them. And I, I talked yeah. to people about it in our council. And uh, matter of fact, we did that yesterday. I told them that, you know, they needed to send an email to the community and uh, to get onto it. There's a lot of stuff that goes teaching Spanish, French, guitars, you name it. If you want to learn it, there's a, somewhere that'll teach it. So what does this community mean to you? Well, it means a heck of a lot. If it went for the community, I'd be sitting here bored to death. Um, and uh, I really appreciate the community. And what I really love is when they have on the community down that, uh, like today, later, I will be going on the Minnesota uh, auction because of the, the, the chapter of Minnesota. They're having their convention this week. And then tonight they have their auction. And uh, I support because I go to a lot of different state auctions, uh, Houston, Washington. The auction Michigan. king. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, what, do you, what do you like to bid on? Like, what's your go-to auction item that you like? Eagle Eye. Chocolate fudge. Mm, there you go. From, from, from Michigan. A lady by the name of Rebecca Caluso uh, with Michigan. She always purchases the chocolate fudge from mm. the Mac Mackinac Island. That fudge is delicious. And I gotta say, uh, I've had some people try to outbid me on it before, and uh, that doesn't work. <laughs> you are. Matter of fact, I got two pounds of it sitting in the freezer. Oh, man. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, that sounds yeah. amazing. I, I eat it very sparingly. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, before we uh, turn to opening things up to our uh, folks who've joined us today, I just would love to kind of bookend this with, um, and this may be kind of difficult, but take a stab at it, but I'd love to know what is your proudest accomplishment? Like, what's the one thing that you're most proud of? Uh, the one thing I'm most proud of, oh my God, let's see. Uh, well, well, well. Could be that uh, I've helped raise six children and they're all doing good and they're. That's an accomplishment for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and, uh, um, that is great, for sure. Yes, indeed, and. And yeah. I've adopted. I've adopted some children. You know, I see. Uh, adopted Cindy and adopted uh, Belinda and I've adopted uh, Sierra. <laughs> Sierra is my great granddaughter. Yeah. So. Proud Papa. That's <laughs> right. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Wow. Well, Eugene, are you? Uh, would you like to take some questions from our audience here? Sure, why not? I, th I thought right. you. You know, you want to know what game I like to play most? Oh, yes. you yeah, you can tell us. Have at it. Well, it depends upon whether how many people are involved in the game. You know. Um, there's a game called Smart Ass. It's it's a trivia <laughs> game, and you can buy it. At, it used to be sold at Toys R Us, um, but it's uh, the questions are: it's either a place, it's who, what, or um, where. So it does it like a country, history, different things, or does an individual, a name, or described an item. But it's got uh, different. Uh, different clues that uh, you can get. So you give a first clue and everyone who gets it, everyone who gets the most cards is considered the smart ass. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but it's a good fun game. Um, and, you right. know. Oh, I should play that. I get called out a lot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, Grace. Yeah, yeah I, I've won it a couple times where I've got the most cards, but usually sometimes I end up with the least cards. Uh, I said, well, uh, does that make me the dumbass? Oh, darn it. it. <laughs> oh, all right. We're going to go ahead to our questions. If anybody in Zoom or over in Clubhouse would like to ask Eugene a question, Go ahead and raise your hand, and uh, Monica will call on you here in Zoom, and Nikki will call on you in Clubhouse. Okay, we have a couple of questions in Zoom. All right. We will go with, how about we do two in Zoom and then check with Clubhouse? We don't have anything yet in Clubhouse anyway, okay. so go ahead. That's okay. Right. Um, we'll go to JC. Hey there, JC. Hey, JC. What's up? 
Hey, Eugene and everybody. Uh, wow, that was... I'm not going to even bother mentioning that game because that is too inappropriate. <laughs> and I don't want to even say so it. So what's or, the question? Anyway, anyway. I'll, anyway. Um, okay, so I noticed that uh, you mentioned... Uh, the uh, being and serving in the aircraft and in the armed forces. And I do want to say God bless you on that. I'm very proud of you for that accomplishment. But uh, what was the most fun time, the, the most the most fun experience you had before you actually retired? And if you wanted to go back again, would you be willing to go back if they allowed it? Well, if I could see it. I wouldn't mind going back, but I think the most fun time I had was when I was a plainclothes investigator in AS Pensacola. I was a second class petty officer, uh, and uh, I carried uh, a, a 45 on a holster on my side. I wore civilian clothes. I had a beard and a mustache, and my hair was a little long. And as far as everybody knew on the base there, except for the, the CO and the, the people that needed to know they all, everybody thought we were civilians and we were actually military. And uh, we would do vehicle inspections. Uh, we'd, uh, when there was a theft or a break-in, we'd be involved in it, uh, drug uh, apprehensions and stuff. And I'll tell you, one of the most exciting times was uh, we were doing a vehicle spec inspection one night and the gate guard told this car to pull over to the side for inspection. Well, the car, drove about maybe 10 feet past the gate and stopped. So we went over and I went to the driver's side and I said, ma'am, I said, did you not understand what the gate guard said? Pull over for an administrative vehicle inspection. She said, yes, but she said, there's a problem. I said, what's the problem? Next thing I know, she's pointing a 22 pistol in my face. Oh. My partner's on the other side of the car. He drew his gun and I said, well, you can handle this, no problem. And uh, I told her, I said, just lay the gun down on the dash. Everything will be fine. She did. And I took the gun and we brought him over. It was loaded with 22 Magnums hollow points. Oh, and she'd have fired wow. that. I'd have been dead. My. And my partner, if he'd have shot her, it would have gone through her and hit me too. So I'd have been dead no matter what. I don't know how fun that sounds. But <laughs> I know. I was like, that's an interesting person. It was exciting. It was exciting. True, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a gives yeah. you an adrenaline rush for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that answer. And I really do appreciate it. And I love interacting with you on the coffee socials. And I hope I get to, now that I've known you, I'll hopefully get to hear you more and more whenever you come on the call. So thank you very much for sharing. All right. Thank you, JC. Thanks, No JC. problem. God bless everybody. And we do have a hand in Clubhouse, uh, Ray. Uh, you you are up on stage, so you should be able to talk and unmute. Oh, Ray. Hello, Bill, Ray Lynn, and especially you, Eugene, and thank you for sharing your story. But um, Eugene, I know how important exercise to you all your life has been. And I just want to say this community, one time we were in the um, breakout room, and um, during my high school in my 20s and 30s, I was involved in exercising, and then all of a sudden, I just stopped. The older I got, the more excuses I made, and I was talking to Eugene about that. It just shows you what type of guy Eugene is. He says, Ray, anytime you want to exercise with me, we'll do it over Zoom or the phone, whatever way you like. I still kept making excuses for myself, but Eugene was always in the back of my mind. And then uh, I was in a breakout room with Eugene and just thanking him for a being there for me and I wasn't ready but now I'm ready and now I'm exercising so thanks Eugene and thanks for your service and thanks for your story all right oh, and it, awesome. still, it still goes oh, any, anytime you want to call just call and uh if I'm at the house you know I'll get on the treadmill or whatever oh sounds good so sounds cool. good right thanks Ray thank you oh wow wow okay oh. We have a couple more in Zoom. We'll go to Sheila. Uh-oh. Oh, good. <laughs> Hi, Sheila. Thanks <laughs> yourself. I love that reaction. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love you, Sheila. I could tell. <laughs> Hi, Sheila. I have so many questions. <laughs> uh -oh. 
I don't know um, if I can answer your questions or not. <laughs> Some of them would not be able to answer on. I this think one. I hear but you blushing. <laughs> anyway, um, I think everybody would like to know. I know you love to read. So, who's your favorite author or type of or genre? Great. So, well, I yeah. like westerns. Robert B. Parker. Um, I love his books. Um, uh, I love the Private series by. Uh, um, oh God, I can't even think now. Um, oh God, you had to ask me that question, didn't you? Uh huh. Yeah, westerns and murder mysteries. I like. Um, yeah. Okay. And well, I read. I read a lot. Matter of fact, I just uh, within the last three days, I just finished eight books. Wow. wow. It might well, take me. I've always known your year. story, but I'll, I'll tell you, it's, you know, it, it's nice that you were able to share with everybody because, yes. I, and, and as everybody, a few other people said, and I've told you before, thank you for your service. Well, no problem. I just got through uh, uh, the uh, little thumb drive that I had all the movies on auto described. I'd lent it to another person and they said, oh God, I can't believe they, they had that many movies on there and they were so good. Yeah. Avid movie and book person. Love it. That is awesome. Well, if there's time later, I'm going to ask you what your favorite movie is. So, so hold on to that. Oh, <laughs> A favorite movie. All right. Who's next? I'll be, th Monica. I'll be thinking about that. Okay. You be thinking. And you guys, I, I see here in Zoom, uh, we need some more we hands raised. If you want to ask a question, we do have time. Well, our next person to ask a question is Pam with our favorite drink, coffee. <laughs> Hello, yes, Pam. Pam. I'm about to have another cup shortly. I haven't uh, had my first cup yet, but I would think I will oh, when this oh, is over. Oh, I'll send you one over Zoom. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, but my question is, from, I understand that in addition to everything else, you like love dogs and there are a lot of people in the community who are animal lovers so uh if you could tell us about one or two of your favorite pets over the years uh, over the over the years i had a dog by the name of holly she was a poodle uh, <laughs> we got her from uh, a family that had uh three children and uh the dog was kept locked up in the cage most of the time because the husband and wife worked. The kids were involved in school and activities after school. So the dog spent most of the time in the cage. So we managed to get the dog. The dog really, when we first met the dog, the dog didn't want anything to do with me. Uh, we went out to the car. My mom was driving and they set the dog in my lap and uh, we drove home got out, brought the dog in, put her down on the floor. She ran from the living room front door to the back door and came running and jumped up in my arms. And ever since then, she was my dog. Aww. Uh, she lost her vision due to cataracts and uh, she could get around fine because at the time we had three other dogs. Um, and one of the other dogs was a Yorkie that belonged to my last wife that passed away. So I had her and her name was Molly. So there's Holly and Molly <laughs> and they were my girls. And uh, I got, uh, they both passed away. One of them died uh, from choking to death on a piece of chicken that she Aww. swallowed and got caught in her throat. And I, I like a good uh, pet owner, I tried CPR and everything on her. Back blows the works, couldn't get it out, mm. couldn't reach it. Um, my daughter was driving like an idiot trying to get to the vet, but it didn't do any good. And then the other one had kidney failure. So oh. I, I've got both of them in little dog houses cremated. So they're in dog houses. So when I get buried, they're going to go in the coffin with me. Oh. And I had uh, elegant insight. They made me two dog tags that has their name on each of the dog tags, their date of birth and their date of death. And I wear that on a uh, chain around my neck. Oh, wow. Wow. You old softy, Eugene. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh. I thought about getting another dog, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing is uh, I travel some. And, yeah. Uh, 
I didn't think it'd be fair for the dog, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hear. And I, I don't think I need a guide dog because uh, I don't think I'd use it enough. And there's people out there that need them more than I do. Yeah. Thanks, Pam, for your question. Yeah, that was. Yeah, a thank you, great. Pam. That was great, and thank Whoa. you for sharing, Eugene. All right. Next, we have. Uh, why don't we check in Clubhouse? Nothing right now. So go okay. ahead, Monica. Okay. We'll go to Linda Faust next. Oh, Linda. Hi, hey, Linda. Linda. She used to be one of the council members. As a matter of fact, she was uh, one of the persons that headed up the Pinellas Council of the Blind. <clears throat> Hi there. I hope I'm unmuted now. You yes, are. Yes, you are. Yay. Uh, for some reason, and this happens a lot, I have trouble hearing uh, voiceover talking uh, when I'm on Zoom. It doesn't happen all the time, but when I have to go into the more stuff and to raise my hand it, it's a project anyway eugene hi hey how you doing linda <laughs> i'm good uh it's nice to hear your voice and so anyway uh questions i didn't know you were the same age as me um actually i think uh you, i'm older because my birthday's in february but i'm the same age <laughs> oh, anyway okay. Uh, 40, I was born in February 1948. So anyway, um, so I'd like to know what your favorite style of music is for a first question. Well, my favorite style of music is country, uh, but I like everything uh, except I do not like rap. I'll listen to opera. I'll listen to, you know, uh, anyth anything but uh, no rap. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you on that. And, uh, you know, I never, um, you know, when I first, uh, okay, I used to belong to the Pinellas chapter. I used to live in Florida, you guys. So anyway, I never knew um, what, for I don't know how many years that I was a member. I thought you were, uh, well, what happened with with your marriage? Did, did your wife pass away or did you get divorced or what? Because I thought you were, married most of the time that I was a member. <laughs> no, I got, I got divorced in 2002. So and I didn't join the council in 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The person that used to keep coming to meetings with me, well, that was my youngest daughter. Yeah. I remember Kim. Yeah. yeah. See, and uh, Nicholas, your, your grandson. So, um, yeah, that, well, anyway, yeah, the, tell them I said hello. And yeah, Nicholas is 19, Nicholas is 19 years old now. It's hard to believe that he was. Oh my gosh. He must be really tall too, right? He's about 5'11". Oh, wow. Well, that, that's awesome. So you mentioned that most of your kids, that your children are out of, uh, you know, towns. So does that mean that Kim doesn't live in Pinellas County anymore? Nope, she lives in uh, Pasco County, but uh, she comes to the meetings uh, usually once a month. We have our council oh. meetings. Okay. She's, she's still a member. Nicholas is a member. And my oldest daughter, Mary Jeanette, she's a member of the council. Very cool. Well, thanks. Nice talking to you, Jean. Okay. Thanks, Linda. And yep. next we have um, Debbie Dethridge. Hello, this has been fun. Hey, how you um, doing? Uh, fine, how are you? Um, thank you for your service. Um, my question would be, what is your, do you have a favorite ACB convention that you've been to? I've never been to an ACB convention before. I will go to the one though in 2024 when it's in Jacksonville. I've been to five different Florida Council, the, uh, the Florida Council conventions. Uh, I plan on going to the next one they got in June over in Maitland. So your your favorite Florida Council one was probably last year because you got to meet me and yeah, a few I got others. to meet you. <laughs> I got to meet Cindy. Oh yeah, <laughs> Tony and DJ. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks, Debbie. We have anyone else? We are clear in Zoom. My goodness. 
clearing clubhouse too but i gotta tell you guys quick just if you don't mind i met gene myself face to face i knew him in person all right yes she did we she was a member of our council there for a while yep when i was in florida Yep. so they did lose me as a member but it's only because i moved back here and now i'm a member of pcb so well, I have some members that uh, I've got a member that lives in uh, Colorado. I know there are that, some that do two states. Got one that lives in uh, Alabama. Well, we have time for maybe one more question. If anybody has a burning desire to ask Eugene a question, now's your time. I can tell you one of my favorite foods I love is chili with jalapenos. Ooh. Anything um, with jalapenos. Yeah. That's okay, Eugene. What camp are you in? Are you in a chili with beans camp or chili with no beans camp? Uh, I have beans in my chili. All right. Yeah. Woohoo! Matter of fact, <laughs> I, I've got all the ingredients to make uh, about uh, three quarts of chili, three to four oh. quarts of chili. And you never made me any when I was down there. I just don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> I love chili with jalapenos, man. I love and so now I want to know that favorite movie. Yes, yes. Favorite movie. <laughs> now that you've had yeah. time to, th or maybe just the favorite movie on the thumb drive that you were talking about. Oh, the Fatal Attraction. Oh, oh okay. 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 He, he keeps surprising me. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Man. You're like an, an onion with all these layers. I'm, just, yeah. I'm not calling you an ogre. I'm just saying like, <laughs> that it was, <laughs> it just made me think of that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, this has been absolutely great. Eugene, we just want to thank you so much for, especially your service and your willingness to share and be our guinea pig if you will our first <laughs> our first participant so this is awesome thank you so much well, i want to um, thank you all for having me and uh you know, yeah. i enjoy acb uh, i love everybody that's out there and uh hugs for everybody yeah oh, you are definitely so special to us and we yes. really enjoy having you in the community so raylin do you have any final comments I'm just so grateful again, Eugene. Thanks so much for being open and being up for this. And I, it just makes me even more excited for, um, to get to know you more and to, uh, you know, continue this call and get to know other community members. And thank you, uh, to those of you that, that joined us today and anybody listening on ACB media and in clubhouse, we're just grateful that you took time out of your Sunday and, and came so that again, I just, so that we can become an even stronger community, um, and get to know each other better. So thanks everybody. And, and absolutely Caitlin, keep up that laugh. Cause that's uh, contagious. <laughs> I love it. And we will be back on the fourth Sunday of each month. So yes. we'll be back again next month with another guest. So everybody stay tuned. And thanks so much, Monica and Nikki. We appreciate you both.